Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. TJ Hushmanzada. Sorry, guys. I'm not Bucky. Sorry, You're not guys. Bucky? No, no, Bucky's Friday. Bucky's probably still asleep right now. Bucky's no, nah, Bucky asleep. might be. He might be. He's up not working breaking out down tape. What are you? What are you kidding? He's probably working out. He probably. I hope he ain't breaking down tape this early. Probably break it down about eight o'clock. He's a big workout dude. Early morning workout guy. I would assume that's just an assumption. Are you an early morning workout guy? I am not at all. I don't wake up early unless I have something to do. Yeah. No. I mean that's one of the things with with once you like retire from your professional sport, like all the things that you had to do for a long time, you're like I no longer had to do like my. My my college teammates named Brian Montanati, and we made a pact. What the last time we were driving to do conditioning in college at Oklahoma State, and we used to have to do six in the morning out in the track. And we're like, Ooh. "Hey man, we are never, ever, ever going to a track ever again unless like somebody's going to pay me oh, to run." Oh, I'm on for track. sure not. I can't remember the last time I ran on a track. And I will say this. Because of my children, um, I get in like we start start school next week, so I'll be getting up early. These people work in the school district; they decide school is now going to start an hour early, seven thirty. I'm like, these people, how do they get jobs that they have to start kids at seven thirty and get them out at one thirty? Like, I thought parents were still at work at one thirty. How do they navigate through that? But I'll be getting up early. Every day now, starting next week. Wait, so their school starts at seven thirty in the morning. Seven thirty in the morning. A bunch of idiots in the school district. Well, they got a lot of other things too. That like this is Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Trader. We're going to gripe about schools. Then high schools, they had the block scheduling. Like they're like ne- they're never in school. I asked my I asked one of my daughters goes to school block scheduling. I start like ten today. Like what? Like you're just chilling till ten? Yeah, then I'm out at one. How does? <laughs> How do, so that, how do I get that? How do I get that schedule? I do have I would, that schedule. Would, Who am I kidding? Now if we were in school. <laughs> yes, we loved that schedule. Oh, of course we loved. That I schedule. loved that schedule. If I'm in school, ten to one. I actually, sign if I was in up. school and I was a little kid, I'd probably love actually seven thirty to one. Once you get used to getting, because then you're done. You get the whole day. Yeah, you can't. That's a can't. lot of cartoons we could have watched. Imagine being in high school when COVID hit. You're like, wow, this is the best. And then you start missing your friends. That that's the part of it, but yeah, my kids are elementary school kids. They start at seven thirty in the morning next week. 
TJ Hushman's out of joining us. Uh, Doug Gottlieb and uh, the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, we'll get back to griping about school starting, although there's there are some <laughs> benefits to it, right? They're out of the house. They're out of the house, right? And you get to, everybody loves their kids and everybody loves summer. Then you're like, yeah, it's August. You got to go. I got I to get my house back. I need you out of my house. Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, my kids had the option. They could go go to school from home, virtual schooling, and I said, oh, no, 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 we're not doing this. You guys need to be around kids and understand how to get through conflict and things of that nature. But, yes, you, you want them to go, at least in our family. My wife, when my kids start school, she's sad. She's like, oh, man, the summer's over. Like, man, if y'all don't get y'all butts up and go to school. <laughs> well, the other thing that coincides, obviously, with uh, this time of year is preseason football. Uh, Zach Wilson appears to have uh, dodged major injury as uh, I don't know why he's cutting the ball back in there in in the in the preseason. Um, there's uh, the Cowboys who committed 17 penalties, 17 penalties in a preseason game. There's Jordan Love, who did not look particularly good. Trey Lance, who did look good. Deshaun Watson, up and down. What, like, first full weekend of NFL preseason games, T.J. Hushman's Odyssey's what? It's early. Uh, when, when I say it's early, obviously when you're Jordan Love, Trey Lance, and the young guys, you want to play well. I don't think Jordan Love played bad. Um, one in interceptions was a drop ball. I, and I don't know if it's the head coach protecting the quarterback, but – LaFleur came out and said, oh, somebody ran the wrong route. I, I I don't know. The other the the interception actually was a really good play where they called it a completion, they reviewed it, and they changed the call. But it, it's just you're finally excited to play a game. And, and so, especially when you're young, when you already play six, seven, eight, nine years, you really don't care for the preseason. But the younger you just want to play someone else. Sure. That 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 just makes it fun. The Zach Wilson thing, yeah. I think it was just instinct cutting back inside, but yet you want him to just go out of bounds. But his instinct and his athleticism is just something that's in you. Okay, let me cut back and see what I can get. That's a lesson learned for him. Well, the the other issue with it is, and you can't directly track it to the field turf. Is is you got the field turf, which if you talk to I talked to an NFL GM, the studies are fourteen percent higher likelihood of injuries, right? But the, the problem with the, the balance of the field turf is what you have in at Soldier Field. So Soldier Field, a lot of those guys, I guess the NFLPA complained that it was virtually unplayable because they had a concert the night before. So on one hand, it's less safe to play on field turf, but the field turf doesn't get torn up because of summer like Kenny Chesney and whatever Elton John shows. Or you have the grass, which is obviously better and softer, but... It's more expensive, and it gets chewed up when you have a concert. More expensive, all the money going around, huh? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like that's yeah. that's a that, that's the excuse, or maybe the reality. We we see it in college sports, even see it in high school sports, where they're all going to field turf because though you spend the initial expense up front, you don't have to maintain it. H- how much of an issue do you think the the field turf is? It has to be an issue because you're seeing way too many injuries, at least. We assume that that's part of the uh, problem. When I played, we had the Astro turf. Yeah, so when Phil turf came out, I was like, "Oh, but it's this still is the it's, best." I, I I know it feels like it's the best, but it's it's still artificial. It still doesn't I, give like I regular true, rest. Me personally, yeah. just from my, I loved playing on it. I liked it better than grass, and I didn't really have knee problems. And, and so the guys that are, I don't understand. I really wish they could do a study and see exactly why a guy tears his ACL or is it the amount of force they're putting it. I I just don't know. Now, I will say this. Doing the training that I'm doing, the newer field turf, it gives a little more. It's actually softer. Um, we're training, and I, we're training uh, this spring, and I noticed it like at one field, the field turf is extremely hard. It's rigid. It doesn't give. We went to a new field. It's like, wow, it's completely different. It's field turf, but it's completely different. It gives. And so that's what the NFL needs to do is as they come out with new technology, better technology, switch it. But, again, it goes back to what you said earlier. Cost. The cost of it. 
Do they want to constantly be switching it out when they have better field? But if you want to protect your investment, it's something you must do. Deshaun Watson uh, played on on Friday night. Um, How did you think he played? He didn't play well. Um, Anthony Swartz dropped a couple balls, but he catches them. He has more completions, but not a lot of yards. I'm sure it's tough for Deshaun Watson. I'm sure it is because we all want to be liked as athletes. We say, oh, I don't care if you like me. Like, nobody wants to be disliked just for no reason. Now, there may be reason, but the go through what he's going through, he's just going to have to block it out, play well. If he plays well, it will start to go away. But I think he was affected by the chance – you don't really get booed in the preseason. The fans don't care that much, so he was getting booed yeah. in the preseason and all good, all the negative talk. But that's to be expected when you've been out of football and you've been away from it. Practicing a game is a completely different ball game. And, and, and look, I would I would defend their ability to play him because within the rules they can play him, right? And he's got to play some football. You can't go from not playing. He needed that for a season and a half, basically a season and a half, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. You're gonna you're gonna likely sit half of this season, maybe sit the whole season, and then not see live bullets at all. Right? You need you need to see a little bit more speed, a little bit more live. If I'm action. Cleveland, I hope nothing comes down this week. I'm playing them again. I'm playing them again. Like he needs reps. He needs to see a and feel a pass rush. He needs that. And and so he has not played football in such a long time that him getting those reps will pay dividends down the road. I, I don't care what – in practice, you know. D-line's not going to touch me. D-line's going to pull off. In the game, they're coming to take your head off. It's the preseason. They might not be trying to hurt you, but they're coming to get you. And, and so your awareness is a little different than what it would be in practice. Um. Okay, so what do you think happened? Man, it's <laughs> – it's almost uh, – oh, he's for sure getting more than six games. And no question. It's, it's just really – and you – the NFLPA is to blame for this. But when you look at how many players – and when I say the NFLPA is to blame, it's because, oh, yeah, in the CBA, it's a neutral arbitrator, noob arbitrator who was a woman, and a retired judge decided this is the punishment. They didn't like it, so now we're going to give you the punishment we wanted to give you anyway because it's in a CBA. He's going to be suspended at least, I believe, eight, ten games. I know they probably want to go to go a year. I'm not sure they will. You want to get this out the news, start getting a suspension served, and get it out of the news cycle. But the NFLPA, that's what I was going with. It's so many players in the league, so few that get in trouble. Right. So when you say, "Oh, it's the, it's the guys that get in trouble fault," right? Don't put yourself in this position. Well, it's 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 all you mentioned the NFLPA. All of this negotiated, and at some point you go like, "Wait, are we really going to give up that for we, this?" Right. Right. Well, I what, don't. What, what's what's more important? The minute like the rise in a minimum salary or some other things that matter for a lot of people or a couple game suspension more for, you know, one or two people per year. The small number of guys that get in trouble, the small percentage, um, I don't think it's worth giving up something that's important. Don't get in trouble. Don't put yourself in that situation. And to me, it's just that simple. But when guys do get in trouble, it's like, oh, man, something they got to collectively bargain. They, they need to. No, just don't get in trouble. Like, I, if I'm a player that's not getting in trouble, I don't want to give up something because we got guys that are getting in trouble and we want to give up something that's important just to for that, that small percent. No, that's, that, that's hustling backwards. I, I mean, look, he wouldn't have offered, supposedly their, his side offered up eight eight games, you know, five million going back to last week. They're they're clearly trying to get back to where they were negotiation wise because before the ruling came down they were at somewhere at twelve games, right? So if you throw out eight games and everyone knows the league wants a season, you're obviously trying to get back to that twelve game variety. That's how any negotiation work. You don't start at the spot you want to end at. You start at a spot where you where you end is more palatable for you. 
Yeah, it, it's just eight ga- if you give them twelve games, in essence, you would assume Cleveland Brown season is over. Um, giving these last five games, getting ready for twenty twenty three. What's the number of games that it needs to be in order for the Browns to trade for Garoppolo? Oh, they should just trade for him now. It's going to be a minimum of eight games. Nothing against uh, Jacoby Brissett, but when he had his opportunity in Indy to lead, he, he he's not going to be able to take a team to the playoffs. And so you trade for Garoppolo now, but you know the 49ers are going to release him. So do you really trade for him and pay him $25 million, or you try to negotiate something less than that? Or you just wait till he gets released? But if you wait till he gets released – you got to learn offense. It's completely uh, different offense. And then at that point, do you say, is he better than Brissett? Right. Be- because, oh, it's an offense. You can learn that in a week. It's a lot harder than people believe it is. And so I'm trying to get Jimmy G now, but I'm not paying Jimmy G $25 million. Whether he gets gets into my system today or two weeks, is going to be tough for him either way. T.J. Hushman's out of Doug Gottlieb in for the boys, Dan and the Danettes. Okay, coming up next. Um, there is a deadline. Deadlines bring deals. There's a deadline for Lamar Jackson to get a new deal. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Doug Gottlieb, T.J. Hushmanzada, in for Dan Danette, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're watching uh, Albert Pujols hit two home runs yesterday, 42 years old. That dude can barely move, but he can still hit a baseball, right? Baseball is a sport. If you still have that hand-eye coordination and uh, you can swing the bat, it doesn't matter the age. Well, I mean, it does matter the age. He's not nearly the hitter he used to be, but every once in a while. It's the old, I'm, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. I'm, when I, he he moves like his age, or maybe worse than his age, but he can swing the bat. He he does not, and he will not hit as many home runs. But I mean, you just that's what's so crazy when you look at a guy like Tom Brady, and appreciate how well he's playing at his age hasn't missed a beat. Okay, so let me ask you about Tom Brady. So he's he's taken a couple weeks for personal time. But apparently this couple weeks for personal time isn't, like, no one's ill, no one's sick. It was pre-planned. This is all part of a discussion that they had. Hey, I'm going to let everybody else get reps. I'm going to take some time away. I don't know. His kids, I guess, getting ready for school, too. He's He's got to pack lunches. I don't know what's what what's going on there. But the, 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 the point is that at first, like, you want to be really respectful, right? If he's taken away for a personal matter, you're like, oh, okay, dude, whatever. Take as much time as you need. Then you read that this was all planned out all part of how they decided to do this season. This was his desire, and um, there, there's no surprises there. Doesn't, doesn't that make you a little concerned about this season? I mean, it's not that he can't do it, but that doesn't seem – seems a bit problematic in getting ready for a season when you have a new co- – at least a new head coach. I understand coaching staff still basically intact. You lose two centers now, trying to work through some things, and I'm out. I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. It doesn't concern me because he's played football a long time. The part that concerns me is you are part of a team. And, yeah, I get it. You're older. You you may just be tired of the same old routine. But you know what comes with this football thing, the same old routine. Right. Come training camp, regular season, and, oh, I need to – just get away so I can kind of refresh myself and things of that nature. Nobody's going to say anything on the team because he's Brady. If they play bad, it can be Brady or not. God's going to start to talk. Huh. Yeah, he playing like this because he took that break. I wish I could have taken that break. Yeah. And that's going to happen. I don't care who you are. But if you play well, nobody's going to bring up anything about it. it. To me, it's odd. It really is. I – you very rarely will you meet a coach and you say, hey, August so-and-so through this, I got to take a break. Or however he phrased it to Todd Bowles, just interesting that it actually happened. Hope it works out, but it's just I've never I heard mean, of this. Listen, think about, think about last year, and I know he was the MVP, and I know he recovered obviously quite well. But all the talk was of Aaron Rodgers. He had his his holdout. Dude, I was just gonna bring that up. And, and what if was, Aaron Rodgers did this? No, he did. Well, I mean, he didn't do it this way. But remember, he took his own time last year in getting into camp, and then to start the season, he played terrible. Remember, he played terrible. And Game one, they got crushed. Got housed, absolutely housed. It was by the Saints. Got crushed. Okay, and and people. So the question, and of course, it didn't affect their season per se. I, you know, because they still had home field, although they lost at home, it it didn't affect their season. This is a Bucks team that feels like on paper should be the best team in their division, but again, you get off to a bad start. You're not as sharp as you used to, and this is Tom. Like for 
Tom Brady has only missed OTAs one time in his career, I believe. That was when his last year in New England, if you remember, he missed OTAs. Outside of that, he's always there. And now you're going to take two weeks off in the middle of training camp. I mean, that Jeff Schwartz joins us, longtime NFL lineman. Of course, you hear him weekends on Fox Sports Radio. T.J. Hushmanzada, Doug Gottlieb, in, in for Dan Danette's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, what do you think of Brady taking a two-week little sabbatical here uh, mid-training camp? I'm trying to think of reasons why he would do this, right? And it was reported that it was a non-medical reason, right? So like, none of his family was sick uh, in a way where he had to miss time to be with them. So my guess is when he retired, his wife planned a big family trip for August, right? He, his, you know, Daddy wasn't going to be playing football this year. And he went back to, to work, and um, his wife was like, no, no, you're still going on this family trip. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know. That, that, that makes total sense. Man, listen, what other, what other I wish my wife would tell me that. Okay, but 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 here's the thing. I, so so that means we're gonna have to know he's not gonna be on the gram or on Facebook at all because no, you can't you no. can't post that. No, right, right, Nobody like, posts like, like anything. Private island, yes. Like private island in private island in a you know in a in a villa by him him and his family. I mean, I I just don't know unless he's contemplating retirement again. Um, but like, I can't even another reason why he would just if it's a non medical reason right now maybe there no, is this a was reason. you're you're right this was no it was reported this weekend this was pre planned like he got with bulls this is not like it didn't just right. come so up last week is this, this is what it is is there was a family trip planned and his wife was like no you're going on this family trip you told us you weren't playing this season I booked this trip for us it was supposed to be family time and you're coming on this trip that that's my guess I, I don't I don't have any of this information but that's the only plausible thing I can think of. If you're Todd Bowles, or you're not even Todd Bowles, you're a player in that locker room. How, how do you feel about this? Well, if he helps us win a Super Bowl, I don't really care, right? I think that's that's what it comes down with. If it ends up hurting our team, I'm probably more upset about it. Um, first four games, it, Jeff. First four games: Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs. Not easy. <laughs> not easy. I mean, but, yeah, but I mean, all, all teams that have the one division last year feel like they always have tough schedules. Um, I would, um, yeah, it's not easy, but I, I think you would trust Tom Brady at this point in his career to, to get it done. Um, you know, if you're one of those, you know, you're one of those guys who've been there a long time and you, you understand that. I think some players would probably be a little bit upset. He gets, you know, preferential treatment, but, you know, a 45-year-old is maybe the best player of all time who decided to come back for one more season, at least for now. Um, I think it's, it's okay if they win. I think if you're right, but week four, you know, after week four, you're one in three and Tom Brady's played bad. You probably have a little, a little bit of hurt feelings, but I think right now probably not. And also, too, remember, TJ, you know, it's like, like training camp's much different now, right? I mean, you're oh, not missing two a day. Nah. Like, you know, like if, if he's gone two weeks, he's missing, what, eight practices and one preseason game. Um, it's a lot different feeling now, I think, than it was when we played. Yeah, but I, I listen, and, and I, 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 it's, it's interesting because I was, we were at Rams camp last week, Rams and Chargers camp last week. And you know they they don't even go necessarily two hours, right? Like you're like like one forty five and they're out. Like that's it. That that's it. The rest is in the classroom for the rest of the day. So I, I get that, but there's also kind of the timing to it, the rhythm to it that you're not. I mean, it's not like he's throwing balls to his son and that's that replicates the kind of the training, um, which supposedly he's a fanatic about. So to cut your training midway and you're not you're when you're a fanatic, and then I, Jeff, you would know way more than I would. What about you're working through backup centers now as well? How much does is, is all that factor in? Well, I think I think that's a, that actually is the bigger concern than anything else. Is you have a backup center now, who um, you know you have to work with and figure things out, and you know be able to get the snap count down right and, and whatnot. But well, I keep you know I, I keep thinking that lack of practice time and the way the NFL does things is going to make teams worse, and it like seems to not. I, I don't know why. Um, so. I mean, every point that you've made is, is the way I used to think about football, right? You take the reps, got to practice, got to have a rhythm on offense. And, and you need, and, but it feels like, you know, with, with the COVID year, teams looked fine on the field in week one. We're seeing now less and less teams play their stars in the preseason. Even though, I will say week one last week, we had a lot of teams more than usual play their starters. I think a lot of it had to do with evaluating quarterbacks more than anything else. Um, but it doesn't seem to matter anymore. I wish it did because I, I feel like that's the way I grew up, you know, with football. But it seems to not matter anymore. So, yeah, I agree with you that 
in a sense, I would love for Tom Brady to take more reps with the backup center, but it doesn't seem to matter very much anymore. Jeff, let me ask you this. Is there a team that many in the national media believe, oh, it's going to be a really good team that you're just not sold on, you're not high on, that you think they may crash and burn? Oh, a good team. I, I'm The one team that I'm not quite sold on is Denver. Um, you have a, a new coach, right, a new head coach, first-time head coach, and the last time he was in control of his own offense, it wasn't very good. It was in Jacksonville. And, yeah, he had Blake Bortles and have Russell Wilson, but all right. Um, you know, you're installing a brand-new offense with a bunch of guys, especially up front, that were not drafted to run the outside zone. So you have kind of a new scheme there. First-time defensive coordinator come over from the Rams. I believe he's from the Rams. Um, and you have a, a quarterback in Russell Wilson who, look, I, I, he's, I, it's a question of a weather, like, chicken the egg, right? Like, is, was, he, was his play the reason why Seattle's offense wasn't as good? Was it the coaching staff? Was it probably a little bit of both? Um, and you're in a really tough division, and I just think that a lot of people think they're going to win ooh, double digits, and I, I just don't know. Um, we have all these new pieces coming together, a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson to, to start off fast and get this done quickly, and I'm just not quite sure in that division um, that it's going to happen like people want it to happen. So that, that's the one team, I think, for me um, that I think people need to kind of slow down a little bit. Okay, let's do the opposite now. Okay, Jeff Schwartz, T.J. Hushmanzad, Doug Gottlieb, Dan Patrick show here on Fox Sports Radio. A team that it, it's not that it's not like they're the Jets or the Giants. People think they're going to stink, but a team that's not get, garnering enough uh, discussion and is going to be pretty good. Um, I guess the definition of pretty good is is the is I guess the question here. Like the Panthers, I think can make the playoffs. Um, you look at the NFC South specifically, right? So you have Tampa Bay that we assume is going to be really good. I'm not sold on New Orleans, and I'm not sold on, on the Falcons are going to win two games probably, right? Like they're not really trying to win, I think, seriously, this season. So let's say they go four and two in division. It puts you in a good spot to win four or five more games to make the seventh seed. Um, and, you know, I have not been a fan of Baker Mayfield, at least in the, in the sense that do we talk about him at times, especially two years ago. But he's okay when healthy. Like, he's not bad. He can help you win football games. They have a lot of talent on defense. I was trying to figure out their offensive line a little bit, but they've drafted, spent resources there the last couple of years. Um, I think they're a nine-win team, and nine wins probably puts them in the playoffs as a seventh seed in the NFC. Um, I think they're a, a team that I, I put what was it, plus 350 for them to make the playoffs the other day on my podcast. I think that's a really good play. Um, they should be a playoff team. What, what, what do you make of the Baltimore Ravens? Lamar Jackson contract. Where where is this going? Why the oh we'll talk when he wants to talk. He seems like he really wants to talk now and nothing. Well, this is I think the downside of not having an agent help with your deal, and it's not really a, a bad thing, I guess. But you know the agent's there for kind of a, a buffer, right? Like you're able to kind of do these things behind the scenes not have to worry about contract negotiations in the middle of training camp, right? Because you're not part of them. And there's a buffer between you and the team. And look, Lamar Jackson should definitely say, I want $231 million guaranteed because that's more than Deshaun Watson. He absolutely has every right to say that, and he deserves that money, right? But the Ravens are like, yeah, we're going to pay, you know, Kyler Murray. We're going to give you a 120, excuse me, 160. Or split the difference between Watson and Murray. And that's a tougher negotiation to have when you're telling that directly to a player in the middle of training camp than telling that to an agent in the middle of training camp, right? So Lamar is preparing each day for practice, and in between that, he's getting an email from the general manager who he's going to see eight times during that day that we don't think you're as good as you think you are money-wise, not obviously as a, as a football player. And now he's got to go out and practice in front of those guys to tell him he's not worth what he thinks he's worth. And this is kind of the, the part of having an agent that paying the 1%, which I imagine he would pay an agent, might be worth it. Again, he's going to get a deal at some point, whether with Baltimore or someone else will get a franchise. Tech. He'll eventually get that deal. But this is where I think, especially in training camp, trying to get a deal done, the agent is very helpful to making it happen. But, again, he'll get it done at some point, I imagine. But I think the difference is he wants this amount of money. And the Ravens are like, no, nah, we don't want to pay you that much, and that's where we're at right no, now. No, you're look, so you're exactly you're exactly right, Jeff. Like, look, if if you're anyone who's negotiating themselves, you're a player. You go, hey, I'm I have no off the field baggage the way Deshaun does. 
I've been an MVP. Deshaun hasn't been. Deshaun's been torn his ACL twice, once in college, once in the pro. I've never been hurt, right, until last year he's banged up a little bit. I, I deserve more. Um, the, the, the curious issue is he wasn't very good last year, right? He wasn't. Now, there, there's other things that led to that. They had so many injuries at running back. Ronnie Stanley wasn't himself, whatever. But they, they, he wasn't that good last year. There's just no other way to kind of paint it, and he got hurt. We, we all operate like it's going to be Dak Prescott, right, that he'll eventually hold out and eventually they'll give him more. Joe Flacco, they'll give him more money than they ever thought possible. But there is the possibility that he doesn't have a great year and he's not worth what he thinks he's worth. He's not worth Deshaun Watson plus $5 when you know nobody likes that Deshaun Watson deal. And we're, you're still stuck where you don't have an agent and you're negotiating your, in your own right. Well, yeah. Look, I think I think the Ravens are a team, and I bet on them to win the AFC North. I think they're going to be really good this year. They have a little issues, obviously, at wide receiver. But, look, they were 8-3 last year with Lamar carrying that team with a bunch of injuries. And, and I think that part of that why is, you know, they tried to kind of go a little bit of a different of an offense, and everyone got hurt, and it kind of makes it really tough when you lose all your, all your best players to injury and your offensive line, as you mentioned. So, yeah, I think the Ravens, I, I think they, they would – they would pay him what they obviously think they want to pay him. Um, and I think they're still waiting to see one more year of it, which is a little unfair, I think, because, again, I think if there was an agent involved, it would be done a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see the Ravens saying, look, we don't want to pay you two. The, the Watson deal is so much an outlier. <laughs> I'm, what, I'm not taking a dollar done. less than Deshaun. Well, I don't care. But that's a hard thing. That. They can franchise tag you, too, and there's, not, there's literally nothing you can do about he should, it. He should, absolutely, he should absolutely say, I'm not I, taking I, I'm, I, agree, Listen, TJ, I agree with yeah, you. That's they, what he should say. But at some point, the reality of it's the only deal of its kind, okay? And the rest of the deals in the league, even the ones that came in this year, from Aaron Rodgers to to um, to Kyler Murray, to everybody in between, to Derek Carr's new deal, none of them look like that. Listen, yes. quarterbacks, I think we all will agree, they have more power in today's game than they ever have. Every time you turn on the TV, it's about the quarterback. Got to find a quarterback. Need a quarterback. They have more power. If they stick to their guns, they're going to cave. They're, so, they're going to cave because you you can't win – Without a good one, at least if you turn on TV, that's what we all say. And so they have so much power. I believe eventually the Ravens and Lamar's young, really young. He's going to be good for a long time. And he seems like the cat that will say, all right, go ahead and franchise me. I'll play on this and I'm leaving. I'm out. And the Ravens might – the Ravens – look, the Ravens moved on from Joe Flacco very quickly. I mean, there's a possibility the Ravens say, look, we'll franchise you and then we'll let you go. And, yeah, he'll make a lot of money elsewhere. I, I don't that's – that's the part about this that, you know, is, it could eventually happen, right? I mean, you franchise him once or twice and you let him walk and the Ravens just start all over again like they did with Lamar Jackson when they moved on from Joe Flacco. So, I, think, I don't think that's a question. I do think eventually something gets done because you'd rather have your quarterback salary set for the next seven years and know what to build around rather yeah. than just trying to franchise their game. And, yeah. and the cap goes – if you look at the Baltimore Ravens history, just very, very, very rarely do they not sign a guy that was a first-round draft pick to a second contract if he shows he can play just a little I, bit. Agreed. Their history. Uh, no, ab- absolutely. It should be pointed out that as he's been way better than his draft position, but he's yeah. also been doing it – they've been building – they've built this thing with him on a rookie contract, Okay. And they've had a, an elite level defense. Can they build? Can they continue to build this shell around him once that new contract kicks in? Right. Nobody and, makes money on offense when you when you just look at their team. Who Ronnie, Ronnie Stanley? Stanley. And yeah. Nobody else. So they can do it. Jeff, great stuff as always. Jeff, thank, appreciate thank, you. Thanks brother. for joining us. Thank you, bud. Take care. All right, you, you hear him uh, on Fox Sports Radio on the weekends. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now is you to drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. We'll talk about the Bengals' quest to defend their AFC title as Joe Burrow has made his camp debut over the weekend. We'll do that with the former Bengal himself, T.J. Hushmanzada. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Doug Gottlieb, T.J. Hushmanzada in for Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, AFC champions, Cincinnati Bengals, welcome Joe Burrow back, threw in seven on seven, so... With Tom Brady taking two weeks off, Joe Burrow had taken a couple weeks off and now back in the fold. How much of their success last year surprised you, TJ? Oh, all of it. I'm just being honest. I, I didn't I, – I don't believe anybody, including the people involved with the Bengals, thought that they could make a run to the Super Bowl. But now – you you don't expect a Super Bowl appearance every year, but you expect, at least I do, I expect a pretty good run for the next at least handful of years. It concerns me that Jesse Bates isn't in camp. They're not going to re-sign him. The draft kind of showed you that they're not going to re-sign him and, and who they drafted. Uh, the defense was a big reason why they made it to where they made it. Played the Chiefs twice in the last month. Both times in the second half, they pretty much shut the Chiefs down. And so that's the defense. Yeah, the offense, you they get a lot of the credit and they're in the headlines. But the defense is the reason they had the type of year that they had. And so if they can't do that again, they'll be good. But making that type of run, everything about that run surprised me. And everything? So you didn't? You weren't? 
you weren't the former Cincinnati Bengal going like, hey, watch my boys. They're going to be really, really good this year. No, I, I didn't. I thought Joe would be good. Just, just training out here, like his confidence. It was just different. It was, it was just different the way he carried himself. But being there as long as I was, no, I, I didn't anticipate it. I, I felt like they would be good. They had good players, but we had good players when we were there as well. They're just better now than we were. And this year will show me that what I just said is true. They're better now than we were because I believe this year they'll have a really good year as compared to when we went to the playoffs and like, oh, we're going to come back and be good next year. We're all young, and we weren't. No, that's. I think it's an interesting part to it is that if you go back to the start of last year, there were questions about the coaching staff. Remember, they'd only been he there. Was, he was going to get fired. Correct. Going to get fired, and now he's the AF, defending AFC champion coach. But now it becomes, on some on some level, maybe more difficult, right? It's, it's, it's hard to make that climb, but even harder to sustain. One, because you have a more difficult schedule. But two, because every, everybody, you're, people are up for when the Bengals come to town, which is the opposite of how it was for a good portion of time there. I mean, you go back two and a half years ago, that was the worst defense in the history of the NFL to – Two and a half seasons ago, the, the worst. So to to go from there to now, everyone's not just taking you seriously, but they got you circled on the calendar. It is going to be interesting because Pittsburgh, you're working through what what's their quarterback going to be. Right? Baltimore, Lamar is going to be there, going to be their their quarterback, but they're coming off a little bit of a disappointing year. We'll see what what they are, and then you got Cleveland. We have no idea. We assume you're not going to have Deshaun. For at least half the year, but we have no idea that 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 whole division is kind of is is interesting. The Ravens have obviously been the most consistent. Last year was an outlier because of the level of injuries, but for Cincinnati, I, it has to be different now that everyone not only knows they're coming in not just with Joe Burrow, but a loaded roster that seems to have even been better than last year. They have expectations, yes, and when you have expectations, the key is getting off to a good start when you have expectations and a bunch of young players they don't understand failure really they they were successful in college you get to the league you don't have immediate success they you kind of understand like Jamar Chase he's like last time I played in college we're really good first year in the league we're really good all he knows is win 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 because his last two seasons have been really good. The Bengals are going to one have to the division is going to come down to Cincy and Baltimore. I, I wouldn't assume uh, with Trubisky and the Steelers that they'll be in contention defensively. They'll be fine, and the same thing with with Cleveland defensively. They'll be fine under center at the quarterback position. What are they going to do? Uh, completely new receiving core led by Amari Cooper. But if the Bengals can stay healthy, every everybody is going to be up to play the Bengals. They're going to get everybody's best shot. Yes. They were so much better. I don't think people give Jesse Bates as much credit as he deserves. Like you, for them to make the adjustments that they made in the second half of these games, you got to have somebody back there that's smart enough to understand what the coach wants to do and go out there and implement it and make sure everybody else understands it as well and, and communicate that. And I think that's taken for granted when you have a guy that's smart. We can see the physical talent, but do we see the mental talent? Do we see that? They That's taken for granted. And, and so they need him back in the fold because – Take his physical talent for granted. That's okay. But you cannot take what he did mentally to help that team out. You can't take it for granted. Here's the perfect example of that. Who the Rams signed just for the playoffs, only played in the playoffs, retired right after the playoffs. Eric Weddle. And could Eric Eric Weddle run anymore? He's smart. Right. He was smart. He'd get him him lined up. He understood football. He understood – when I'm in this defense – because this is what they call analytics is what we call scouting back then. 
when we play this defense in the red zone, this is how they're going to try to attack us. I know this. This is the plays they're going to try. You're going to alert everybody. Alert this, alert this, alert this. If you don't have that guy back there, that gets overlooked. Jesse Bates is that guy. And by the draft, they're not going to re-sign him. That they showed that. But they need him because he's important to that defense. And they'll realize that if he does not play. I, I hope he doesn't let that money go because you can never get it back, a la Le'Veon Bell. But the Bengals will be chased, and I, I believe they'll be up for the challenge. That's uh, T.J. Hushmanzada, and I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. The Mercedes-Benz 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs. Extraordinary is one test drive away. Learn more at mbusa.com. All right, we got a lot to get to. Uh, in the second hour of the show. Adam Kaplan will join us. He's our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. We'll get his thoughts on on what the, what the number will be that would get Lamar Jackson re-signed. Plus, when are we going to hear news on this Deshaun Watson um, appeal hearing? But coming up next, the Cowboys had, let's just say, a very interesting first preseason game. How much can we take from 17 penalties in one preseason game. We'll get to that next in the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 